Welcome to the Cashflow Chronicles. I'm your host, Johnny Catani, and the founder of Catani Capital Group. For the last two years, I've been studying alternative assets and now help solve the problem of creating passive cash flow for creators, influencers, and busy professionals by bringing you five episodes a week of easy to understand education in the world of passive investing. What's up, guys? Welcome to another episode of the Cashflow Chronicles. I'm your host, Johnny Catani, and happy May. Holy cow, April went by in a flash. If you're like me, you're wondering what the heck happened, but we are on our way, on our way towards summer, which is amazing. Uh, finally getting some gorgeous 80 degree weather here in Salt Lake City. I hope everyone had an amazing weekend. I know that uh, it's officially hump day and we're moving on to the next weekend, but I'm recording this and uh, I hope you guys had a good last weekend and I hope you have big plans this weekend. Uh, last weekend we were in Moab, did some camping, which was absolutely amazing. I mean, went out onto just some BLM land out in the middle of nowhere, fully off the grid. It was amazing. Me, Sam, and the two dogs, uh, much needed. And then this weekend we are headed to Denver. So uh, if you're in Denver, hit me up. Love to say hi. Mixing a little business with pleasure. Going to meet really their friends, but we're all in the industry. Uh, but they're honestly friends first. Uh, so meeting with some friends and then going to a Red Rocks concert. Uh, if you guys follow me, you know that I'm a huge EDM fan. So we are going to Ganja White Nights, Wobble Rocks. It's a two-day show. Uh, Saturday and Sunday at Red Rocks Amphitheater. If you are fans, if you like music, which uh, I'm yet to find anyone who doesn't like music, but uh, perhaps that person exists. However, it doesn't matter what kind of music you like. I promise that kind of music has a show at Red Rocks. At some point, if you have not been to Red Rocks, do yourself a favor. It is my favorite venue that I've ever been to in the world. Uh, I haven't been to a lot of them, so I don't want you, I don't want to sound like I'm some world traveler. I've been to all these venues, uh, but it's absolutely incredible. I mean, the views, the acoustics, the vibes, I mean, a sold out show at Red Rocks is, I mean, bar none, honestly, it's, it's absolutely amazing. So that's our plan. And we're very, very excited, but we have a lot to get to today, you guys. So first if you're not already subscribed to my list, you need to subscribe because big things are coming. Uh, we got the oil and gas deal, which I talked about a couple of weeks ago. You can go listen to that episode. That will also be, uh, once I kind of finalize things, I'm still in the due diligence phase, but once things are finalized, I will be sending it out uh, to my list. So you'll want to be a part of that because that is the only place that you will get access and be able to invest. So Keep that in mind. Uh, you can go to uh, investwithkatani.com uh, is one, or they all they both go to the same place, thecashflowchronicles.com. Same name as the podcast. Super easy to remember, thecashflowchronicles.com. Go there, sign up for the list. Also, that list, those two lists, will get a video series coming very, very soon. I'm very excited about this video series for new investors. Uh, it's taken me longer than I anticipated to make, admittedly, but... It's going to be good, and I'm very, very excited. And you'll once you like go through the series and all of the readings and the checklists and all the videos, of course, everything that goes with it, you'll really have a solid foundation for your first 
investment or at least have an idea of which direction you want to go, right? So that's what I'm going for. I really want you guys to have a direction uh, for which way you want to go in terms of your investment thesis. And you can listen to uh, Monday's episode with uh, Seth Bradley. Seth and I break down really the best way to determine your investment thesis, your risk tolerance, and all the things that go with it. And oh, by the way, we talk about some really, really important things for passive investors. So go listen to that episode from Monday. Also, you may now realize that we are no longer a daily podcast. That's right. Three days a week now, Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Monday will be a interview for the time being until I run out of interviews. I am booked for the month. So honestly, I believe that Monday interviews will probably go through June at this rate. And then Wednesdays will be a solo episode like you're listening to now. And then Friday follow-up will always be there. That will never go away. That is, of course, a solo episode always has been. But you know, last week we talked about the Bed Bath & Beyond bankruptcy and how it relates to commercial real estate. So you never know what we're going to talk about on Friday follow-up. But Drum please. It is literally May 3rd as you're listening to this. And there has been so much action economically. So, first thing we have to get to First Republic Bank has officially failed. Now, it wasn't as bad. Well, this is the second, now officially the second largest behind Washington Mutual uh, back in 08. And guess who came to the rescue? Again, just like they did for Washington Mutual, you guessed it, J.P. Morgan Chase. Jamie Dimon and his squad have come to the rescue once again. They are taking on... So the way that it's going to work is they're going to assume uh, $92 billion in deposits, insured and uninsured. It's buying most of the bank's assets, $173 billion in loans and $30 billion in securities. The FDIC is going to share in some of those losses, obviously, up to $250,000 they will cover, uh, you know, so however much that ends up being. Oh, looks like, according to Wall Street Journal, that will end up being a hit of about $13 billion. And on top of that, they're also going to, JP Morgan's also going to receive $50 billion in financing from the FDIC. Oh, man, the behemoth just keeps on getting bigger, doesn't it? And there were a lot of banks bidding on this, but... JP Morgan won it out again, and they continue to grow. Uh, a lot of very wealthy people, a lot, a lot of very wealthy. I know a lot of people in the real estate industry. They were very real estate friendly, especially for funds. They were very fund friendly. So a lot of very wealthy people bank there, which is why JP Morgan bid so hard for it, because they they want those wealthy. They are really, really trying to peg themselves as the world leader for wealth management. And so there you have it. So that was kind of the final bank that was on the chopping block. And we've all, and if, if you've been paying attention, you we've, uh, you know, and it's been mainstream, but, you know, they basically lost 99% of their stock value and then eventually obviously went to zero. So, you know, you've got... What the experts are saying, a crisis that is now over or from what we're supposed to believe is now over. There's no more banks struggling this poorly. I really like the biggest thing is it feels like management issues and they're they're finally being 
you know, brought to light as in, in terms of poor mismanagement. Now there's some regulation issues as well. It was a regional bank that fell into kind of the mid-sized bank range, which had certain regulations and those regulations are set to change because they were too lax a days ago, obviously, as we're seeing. So it is something to keep an eye on. It's very, very interesting because, you know, they they tried to they tried to save themselves. They got um, basically the biggest uh, thing they ran into is there was a hundred uh, back in when Silicon Valley Bank was struggling and everything was happening there. uh there was a run on for uh, First Republic for 100 billion. Um, so, you know, that's just casual. And then, you know, they got a, let's see, they had an 11, I believe it was $11 billion. Uh, oh, sorry, $30 billion. So a bunch of banks got together and lended them 30 billion. That still didn't cover it. They basically went, from a $115 stock price to $4 in seven weeks. I mean, that's just so crazy. Now, the bank itself will still exist. So, well, that's not true. The bank will not exist. It will, it, it will be consumed. Well, it will be, it will now become JP Morgan. But the employees will stay if they want, is what they're saying. Really, you guys, these these acquisitions are so massive that... It will be six months before the paperwork is even completed. And then they'll reassess and determine, you know, who's going to stay, what positions they need, what positions they don't need. So still a lot of mess to clean up. But from what we've seen, this is was the final bank on the chopping block. And from what we're being told is it should be over. So I don't know. It's something to keep an eye on. You guys know I'll always keep an eye on it. And I'll let you know. So you know, it, it's really a huge, it's a concern, right? And we're going to get to more concerns. Unfortunately, you guys, it's a bit of a doomsday vibe on this podcast today. So just want to let you know as we move on to the next story. So we'll keep an eye. But as far as we can see, it looks like the banks are going to be fine. And, you know, if not, the government and JP Morgan will come and rescue them. And we're all supposed to just continue on our day, uh, like it's all fine. But Cause a lot of issues for a lot of people. Um, it's going to cause more ripples in the debt department uh, because they're not going to take on all of their debt, right? So that's, you know, it's going to, in kind of the treasuries and the long-term stuff, you know, there's a lot of stuff that's going to be sold and it's going to put a lot of supply out there and it's going to bring the prices down even more. So we'll keep an eye on it. We'll see. Uh, a lot of Regulations to change, though, because this is a big deal. So I imagine the banking committee eventually will get to this and determine what needs to be changed. So on that, that's a perfect segue. Big thing coming from the FDIC. They're uh, pushing for a they're they're going to reduce the risk of bank runs. So here's their. I'll just read this first line here. Lawmakers could reduce the risk of bank runs by significantly raising deposit insurance protection for accounts used for payroll and other business payments, the FDIC said in a report on Monday. Yeah, so a targeted move to make sure businesses can get back money intended for such payments if a bank fail was the best of three options the FDIC considered for overhauling the deposit insurance. Okay, so, and it does look like they are considering 
says the possibility of establishing unlimited insurance for every bank account or generally maintaining the current framework of insuring only a set amount of deposits, but potentially raising the $250,000 cap. So we could see that raised, but what it looks like they're really pushing for is for business accounts, especially those attributed to payroll and things like that to, uh, to increase the, the coverage, which makes a ton of sense. I mean, think about what that would solve in terms of bank runs, right? Because really what the bank runs were is it's not your everyday people going there to get their couple thousand or, you know, 10, 20, 30, 40,000, couple hundred thousand. I mean, if it's over 250,000, then they're probably making moves, but think about a payroll, think about a company, you know, 50 employees and they all make, you know, 80 to $150,000. Just say they all made a hundred thousand dollars. That's what is that? $5 million or is that? Yeah, that's $5 million. So that right there, if you got $5 million, that's not FDIC insured, right? But that's your payroll account. So of course you're going to go pull that from the bank and move it to a different bank, perhaps spread it out, right? So then you got to pull payroll from different bank accounts, cause a lot of issues for a lot of businesses, I would imagine that have employees. This is a moment I'm grateful that it's just me still right now, despite my desire to have a big, you know, sprawling uh, private equity firm that we are on track for and we're headed that way. But um, I am grateful that people aren't relying on me and I'm not relying on a bank like this to cover payroll. So I love this, uh, this idea because you're really going to eliminate bank. I shouldn't say eliminate bank runs, but you're really going to mitigate bank runs because these are the accounts that had to go get their money out to make sure they could pay people on time. Right. Because the fallout from that is just, it's catastrophic, right? I mean, you know, you got people who live paycheck to paycheck, have to put food on the table. I mean, a lot of issues arise. So I really, really like that. So uh, that's a regulation to pay attention to. Uh, the next thing is that I want to get to is uh, Fed rate is coming. So looks like another 25 point basis hike coming uh, today, actually, uh, as you guys are listening to this. But and I'll talk about this on Fridays on the Friday follow up after we know what happened is it looks like a 25 point uh, rate hike and then a pause which I said this a couple of weeks ago, you guys, I knew this was coming. I predicted this. It wasn't that hard to predict because it's literally what they've been talking about. So by no means do I want to say like I made this prediction. It's what they've been talking about. Even for the last year, it feels like uh, this is kind of what was coming. So the pause will be with an asterisk because it's really going to determine, it's really going to depend if you know they can bring inflation down or not if they can't bring it down now the pause we'll see i imagine they'll pause you know we'll see but there's still strong growth you guys and until things slow down that's all they can do so you know it's really something to keep an eye on so uh, we'll kind of see what they do in terms of what the pause looks like. We'll know more on Wednesday after they meet. Obviously, this, you know, another bank failure is going to weigh on it. I really, really think they're going to consider the pause and see if, you know, by by this final hike, if it can really slow things down. Now, remember, things like real estate and and a lot of these stats are kind of slow moving. So it takes time for these effects to take shape, right? So, you know, you're really 
Like you're really not going to see, we're really not going to know if things are slowing down really till Q3, Q4. That's when I would expect them to really determine whether or not they're going to keep raising or if they're done raising is by is in their Q3 meeting because, you know, raising rates and then getting each month's, you know, CPI report. It's like, okay, sure. Things are slowing down, but it takes time. Like there's still deals in the real estate world getting done that were engaged six or that were engaged two, three months ago, you know, and rates were locked in from back then. So it, it takes time for a lot of these things to catch up. So it'll be something to keep an eye on moving forward. And you know, I will absolutely be keeping an eye on it and reporting it for you as these times come. So what did you guys think of the show? Uh not sure what to think about the economy moving forward. Oh my gosh, I almost forgot one of the biggest doom and gloom parts there is, you guys. Really sorry to have to end on this note, but the US government literally could default as soon as June 1st if our debt ceiling is not increased. What does that mean? That means that if a resolution is not reached to raise the debt ceiling, that the country will default the literal country that backs treasuries, which when I was getting my series seven, which this is why I told you guys when I got my series seven, they say that it's guaranteed by the US government because it's backed by the US government. But I know there's no guarantees in investing because if they default, they could miss on treasury payments. You're talking treasury payments, like um, like debt payments. So that's their debt. So not being able to uh, cover their debt, not being able to cover Medicare, not being able to cover debts to other countries, to uh, soldiers, to the military, to defense contracts. I mean, you guys, we're talking a catastrophic collapse of the U.S. government. Oh, I really hate to end on that note, but it's something we're going to have to keep an eye on it. Now, you know, it's caused a lot of issues. We look at 2011 when they, in the 11th hour, decided to raise it. It caused a lot of issues in terms of you know, what, uh, it caused a lot of issues in banking and in debt. I mean, there are a lot of things that we have to keep an eye on here when it comes to this. And, you know, there are other things like, you know, you talk about paycheck to paycheck. One option they have is where they basically cover daily because the way that it works is they rely on, uh, tax money, Right. Now we think about how much money comes in taxes. They're obviously spending way more. They're basically, the US government is like that kid who's flexing all the time, but in reality, he's massively in debt because he wants to drive the nice car and have the nice house, throw the nicest parties and wear the nicest watch. But in reality, behind the scenes, he's in massive credit card debt and quite literally couldn't lose his job or any of his income or else he would have to file bankruptcy. And that is quite literally, you guys, the US government is a Chad, is a Chad in finance who drives a six series Beamer and wears a Rolex and the nicest suits and is always at Soho house. But what you don't know is that he's actually massively in debt. And if he were to lose his job, he would have to file bankruptcy. So that's what's happening. That's what the US government is right now. And unless this is raised, we're not really sure what we can do. Uh, you know, it's something to keep an eye on as we move forward. Uh, it will cause mayhem in the markets, obviously. So we're just gonna have to keep an eye on it. Uh, now, 
the the issue is is if we did go into default it would be one of those things where everyone would regret it instantly like overnight the 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 entire country would collapse and we're talking even like a global collapse in terms of our stand like where we stand at, uh globally we're already not doing well a lot of countries no longer want to be us want to be like us um you know we're we're chad and you know people get tired of listening to chad flex and and tell how everyone should be investing in crypto and and uh it's not going well uh no offense to any chads out there i love you guys uh very well but um you know the us government's a bit of a chad right now and so markets would be in mayhem and it would literally be an instant regret like the republicans would do it you know would try to be like oh look look what the democrats failed to do but the country would go into such turmoil that it wouldn't even feel good you know uh and so that's where we're at right now you guys so we'll keep an eye on that uh we have a whole month they have a whole month to kind of determine i know that um it's top priority right now for a lot of the senate and congress so we'll kind of keep an eye uh i know something was passed by congress and immediately failed in the senate so we're gonna have to reach a, con uh, a compromise somewhere and uh i really hope it's reached because we really don't want to see this country go into a deep dark uh, disaster pit but unfortunately that's the direction that we're heading unless things change so there you guys have it how are you feeling thoughts and feelings what do you think questions comments concerns reach out to me if you want to talk about this stuff if you want to cry i'm here shoulder to cry on what does this mean as an investor well uh it means that you know lending will be very challenging could be very challenging which means uh transaction volume will continue to stay low it means going out and taking on personal debt will be far more challenging it means it means a lot of things you guys uh as an investor but what i will tell you is after 08 in that period 08 to to 12 when the country a lot of people made money so i want to end on this note you guys opportunity is still out there there's still opportunity it might not be big bright and shiny and obvious but you got to pay attention, like I've been saying, and if your head is down and you're paying attention to whatever asset class or market or whatever it is you like to invest in, your opportunities are presenting themselves. And it's important as an investor, take advantage of those opportunities when you see them. That is why you should go and listen to the episode on Monday with Seth Bradley to really help determine what your risk tolerance is and what your investment thesis is. So then you can start putting that to work so that when the opportunities come, you can invest. And in 10 years, we're going to be rich. And I'm going to be doing a Wednesday show in 10 years, talking about this time and the opportunities that we all had to invest in and how well we did. And, and I'm going to be like, all right, guys, that's my show. Now I'm going to go jump on the PJ and I'm out of here. Right? So, but that can only come if you understand that while there's all this turmoil and it feels like doomsday, there will still be opportunity. So remember that. Okay, guys, I leave you with that note. Thank you as always for listening. Don't forget, go to thecashflowchronicles.com, thecashflowchronicles.com, same name as the podcast, and subscribe to my list. A lot of big things coming. I'm very, very excited. I hope you guys had a great hump day. Have a great hump day. Have the best day. I will talk to you on Friday. See you guys. Thank you again for tuning in. Who do you know that wants more cash flow? Share this episode with them so you can grow your cash flow together. 
If you enjoyed the show, make sure you're subscribed on your platform of choice so you never miss a new episode. Go to KatanicapitalGroup.com to learn more.